0: it's bookman it's aspo it is the phnx suns Show. It says post game on the screen. But uh, this is the great- this, There was no game this morning. I can assure you. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so wait, I thought, this was, I thought we were doing a post game show for the Richmond game. Oh, oh yeah, The, no, the no, Atlantic no. Ten post no, game
1: show. No, we should no. probably eliminate that. Huh? <laughs> there we go. Hey. look at
0: that. Now it's the Phnx Suns <laughs> podcast. I'm asked for his book, The very it's best bookman.
1: version of the Phnx Suns podcast, what? if I must say so myself, Lindsay and Gerald.
0: We we uh, quote unquote not not literally, but metaphorically trim the fat now. Uh, we are brought to you by the
1: DraftKings Sportsbook app. Definitely not literal. America, yeah. Uh, this is not uh, uh, body this, by fat.
0: This is we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. And boy, do we have some sun stuff to talk to you about today. Few days without a game, but that doesn't mean we don't have plenty to, to discuss here. Because the talking heads at whatever fill-in-the-blank network you'd like to talk about had had plenty to say since the dallas mavericks game and we're going to start with what kendrick perkins had to say
1: Saying they don't have enough they don't have enough they don't have jay crowder no more they don't have Mikael bridges they don't have cam johnson Who's going to be the others that come in and step in off the bench? Because, again, strength are in numbers when you're trying to win a championship. So it wasn't about the yes, yes, yesterday game against the Dallas Mavericks. It's about the championship. And when I look at this team, they are not stacked. They don't have enough depth to go out there and compete in the Western Conference. I don't give a damn if they did get Kevin Durant. At the end of the day, we evaluate the Phoenix Suns. On championships and making it to the to the NBA Finals.
0: Period. How, how is this team not stacked? Do I do I misunderstand the definition of stacked? Uh, I think Kendrick
1: Perkins does. I, first <laughs> of all, he said they don't have enough, and then he proceeds to talk about two of the three guys that were starters last year. Uh, so the depth-wise, that 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 is irrelevant. A-
0: and That's two irrelevant. guys that were starters this year, and then
1: two guys that were <laughs> starters this year. So. I think Kendrick Perkins, listen, Kendrick has been in an all time what is the opposite of a heater? A cold streak. A cold streak, yeah. He's on a cold streak because he went after Jokic and that did not hit at all. Uh, <laughs> then he comes after the Suns, and that is not hitting either. Like but, listen, and he
0: goes at JJ Reddick and JJ Redick swigs back.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I understand this. You can say that you don't think the Suns have enough. That's yeah. fine. I don't have a problem with that because even us, you know, like we're sitting here and yeah, it's great that we have KD. Um, They have a lot of room still left for improvement. And that's the thing that I keep taking away from this is that they're doing this largely with Devin Booker and KD carrying the load. But the other pieces are going to come together once they kind of solidify into their roles and feel much more comfortable. And Perk is just an all-time hater right now. What is wrong with you?
0: Yeah, I've been – I've been trying to figure this out, right? And he has a previous relationship with Kevin Durant from their time in OKC. I don't know if there's something personal there. Oh, there uh, is. I, you know, also, to me, he's sitting here and he's talking about the others, right? The other guys on the roster. Well, Why would you focus that way if you're Kendrick Perkins? Because he was always the other mm-hmm. on the roster. And guys tend to, like we've talked about, James Jones look, looks for his type of player that, that he was because he believes that's the key to a championship. Kendrick Perkins is looking at the other guys because he believes he was a key to a championship. But I was looking at the, at the Boston roster, right? I feel like Kendrick pulls a lot of his, his opinions from Mm -hmm. what he's experienced. Like we all do the Celtics roster in 2008, when he won his, his only title in the league, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and and Rajon Rondo mm-hmm. were were the, were the four with Kendrick solid, in the starting, solid starting five. And and I think you could argue the Suns have four that are very much like that, right? Mm-hmm. And Book, KD, DA, and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh because, you know, maybe the Celtics had a slight edge in those four just because age, Chris Paul's age. But then you look at the bench guys. We're talking about Sam Cassell at 38 years old, PJ Brown at 38 years old. Brian Scalabrini, who didn't ever deserve minutes in an NBA game ever. Much better broadcaster than he is uh <laughs> whatever he was with the Celtics. I mean, Tony Allen was okay. Eddie House was Eddie House. I mean, I don't think that I don't think the others on the Suns roster are all that different. Tory Craig, Damian Lee, you know, Jock Landell, Bismack Biyombo. I mean, the others on a roster are guys that come in and fill in uh, the gaps, right? And Kendrick's like, oh, my gosh, Devin Booker and KD played 40 minutes. Well, guess what they're going to do in the playoffs? Play 40-plus minutes a game. That's the way this works, right? Yeah.
1: You know, I, I think the the thing is, is with the Suns right now is, like I said, it's a bunch of guys that are trying to figure out what their roles are going to be. Now now that you put Josh Okogie in the starting lineup, and you've kind of solidified that. Okay, cool. And then you move over to the bench. And I'm sorry, guys, but there's not going to be many benches that are going to be able to outdo what the Suns have once everybody gets onto the same page. Torrey Craig, Terrence Ross, campaign if he plays at a high level, um, and Damian Lee. Then you have the the alternative of Jock Landale and Bismack Um, that gives you a little bit of versatility depending on what you're trying to really get done. And so – I don't buy into this narrative that the Suns don't have enough. The Suns have enough to win a championship, point blank. They do. Will they do it? I don't know. We all don't know. We all hope so, but there's still a lot to be determined. And I think what you're seeing right now, the biggest thing that Perk didn't even mention, didn't even touch in terms of why the Suns won't win a championship versus why they will is the fact that DeAndre Ayton is the the guy right now that they're going to have to figure out how to get more involved and that's such a huge piece offensively. Once they figure that out, it's over NBA, it's over. It's absolutely over. And Perk didn't even talk about that because he's a hater. And he doesn't like DeAndre Aiden and he doesn't love Ke- he doesn't like Kevin Durant. Fuck him.
0: Oh, look, I I Fuck him. I also there's the other side of it though. Now we've got Skip Bayless who's sitting here acting like the Suns are are preordained to win a championship. He's now their favorite team. Uh, And to me, I feel like we're getting either side. Right. Everything is so polarized. It's either the Suns are the greatest team that you've put on a court in NBA history. Now that Kevin Durant's here or they're they're going to flame out. This is going to be horrible. Right. The truth's in the middle. Health is going to be a huge thing for this team. Mm -hmm. If they face any injuries, matchups, matchups are going to be big. Who do you wind up playing? Like, are you playing a murderer's row? Do you get a, a little bit of an easier run in the first round and get the Kings because they're inexperienced? Like, what does that play out? I don't think it, it's as simple as they're great or they're, they're just not good enough. And And Perk seems to want to just boil it down to, well, the bench. I think their bench stacks up across the league in most cases right they're starting lineups better than almost anybody out mm-hmm. there i don't think you can can doubt that and i think what they have on the bench is just as good now if you're basing it on small sample size theater that was da- the dallas game of sure. course you're gonna be like look sure. they can't shoot sure because the bench guys because joshikogi
1: went like oh for 100 yeah. in the corner
0: yeah yeah. I get it. And Ish Wainwright was the only guy that hit and came in super late in that game. That's not going to happen every but, game. Yeah, I, I think people are forgetting that Chris Paul has actually shot very well from three this year uh, in the I high 30%. You've got a Kogi who's shot unbelievably since January, Damian Lee can hit. Uh Terrence Ross has shown throughout his career that he can hit. One bad shooting game, the national guys who happen to watch a full game for once now are like, well, the Suns bench is I,
1: screwed. I think it's I want to say the hot takes are coming from a place of the unknown, which is common for us Suns fans to realize about national media that's not paying attention to their team on a day to day basis like we do. Um, I also think that there is this fear of the unknown. Okay, mm-hmm. Chris Paul has shown signs of declining. And yes, I know that his spot-up three-point shooting, he's shooting 50% from three on, on, on catch-and-shoot threes. Okay, cool. Can you trust it in the playoffs? Because we all know that the playoffs are a completely different animal, right? Same thing with these guys, these Okogies, then Damian Lees. They don't have name-brand bench players that people know and love in order to be able to point and say, oh, I know this guy. Like, for instance— I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Okay, Chuck. Okay, that <laughs> if the Suns had Carmelo Anthony as much of a of, as of a deficient defensive player as he would be, Perk would be saying the Suns have enough on the bench to win a championship because they have Carmelo Anthony. And well, I would yeah. be sitting here telling you, uh, no, uh, the fuck they don't.
0: Yeah, I just I think the national media is where we were earlier in the year, where you look at it on paper and you go. Well, where are the names on the bench, right? Yeah. But I think now it's we've seen it enough. We know that these guys have have proven it a lot this year, right? Have have shown an ability to go out there and do it and and hit time and time again. Hell, Damian Lee has won a game for this team. Sure, it was early in the season, but he's won a game with his shooting. Terrence Ross has proven throughout his career that he can hit. If if you want to say hey, defensively I'm a little worried about those that second unit, I totally get it. But I think this national media is just looking on paper at, and going, "Oh, it's not enough because I don't recognize any of these names." Well, guess what? Most guys make their names in a playoff run, and I think a lot of the second unit on the Suns is about to have their opportunity to get known and get known quick. Yeah. I agree. Let's, uh, so let's take a look here. You know, we talked about that, but you know what calms me down when I get fired up like that? Some OGs? That? No, it's actually some Four Peaks. Four Peaks. My uh. friends at Four Peaks have the best brews in the Valley. Suns Brew is spectacular with the most beautiful can that has ever been used in beer history. Uh, their 8th Street Pub has some of the best food that I have, uh, I've enjoyed at a bar ever ever. We're going to be out there for the final Wednesday of March where you can come out there and meet us, but you can go out and enjoy a Four Peaks anytime. You can pick it up at your local supermarket. You can head out to the A Street Pub. What's your favorite, So, What's your favorite Four Peaks? Uh, it depends on the day. I'm How into, about today? Uh, if, you, if if I were to go, I'll go get you a Four Peaks beer right now. What would you ask for?
1: Oh, I'd probably want to... I think today's a wow kind of day. Oh, a
0: wow kind of day. I like that. Wow, wow Wheat Joy Bus, one of my favorites as well. I love when they... They brought their bus out to the actual mm-hmm. event when we're out mm-hmm. there. They do that from time to time. So make sure to head out to Four Peaks or pick some Four Peaks up where you shop. Remember, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. It is just that simple. And then our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app saw uh, – Lindsay's not here, so do you want to gloat a little bit? You we didn't have your opportunity on Sunday to gloat that you've taken the lead in our uh, in our DraftKings uh, uh pick of the game. Um, I mean, first contest. of all, I
1: was only down by ninety one cents. Let's let's yeah, say nah, but you're a like big I just, now Oh yeah, I'm 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 doing big things. Uh I will wait till tomorrow <laughs> to gloat because it's not fun to gloat unless Lindsay is here to it's watch a, me gloat it's in front very of you.
0: True. It's very true. And you're gonna, you're gonna have an opportunity to add mm, to your uh, to your lead mm. there. Uh, I'm gonna buy a hundred ballots. <laughs> you can be up by more than that, I think, after tomorrow. But you don't have to wait. If you want to get in on the action, you can do it today with their NBA no sweat, same game parlays. I have been doing this like crazy on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I find a same game parlay, usually one that they've put together, put some money on it, and know that there's no there's no fear because they're going to take care of you uh, if you don't hit on it. Uh, Download the app now and sign up using that code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA, and you're going to get $250 in bonus bets instantly, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. An official Sports betting partner of the NBA. Don't forget, use that code PHNX. It helps us. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes <laughs> for details. I'm impressed. I said... Oh, Lindsay, there you are. Oh, She's Linz, in the chat. in the chat. She said, great. Uh, just, just you <laughs> wait for tomorrow's show. Also want to tell you about our new newest shirt. We have a couple new shirts. I want to tell you about the Slim Valley Reaper shirt, which is spectacular. If you know, you know. And then we also have... Our newest shirt, the mid-range assassins, uh, also as well. Uh, you're going to want to rock these the, for the
1: player, The mid-range right? assassin shirt, to me, is my favorite shirt that we've ever made here. Uh, it's built off of kind of a Wu Tang Clan kind of know. vibe. If it's going to
0: sue us, I have no clue uh, what you're talking.
1: Uh, about. Okay, and uh, and I, I love it. It says sons and sa- or it says uh yes, son, and, and samurai, uh, and it, those those uh, symbols and uh, and it's got the four best mid-range shooters on the team on the shirt. I mean, what else do you want? I, Come
0: on. If you're looking to gear up for the playoff run that is right around the corner, and this
1: is where you can do it. And this shirt is the first shirt that we've launched since we launched PHNX that is the same type of fabric as our our brand shirts, our PHNX shirts, not the not the team shirts, but the the PHNX Ooh. shirts and it's soft. It's comfortable as hell like um, every time i hand one of them out to a prospective uh, partner or people that we really like coming into the office they always wear it and they're like holy shit that's in my rotation i gotta wear that shirt all the time. It's so comfortable. It's like
0: slathering yourself in butter. It's so amazing. I don't know anything about that. I <laughs> uh, cannot legally, confirm. You legally can't say butter twice in an ad read. You can. Butter, 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 butter. Okay. Uh, head over to phxlocker.com. Pick up your shirts today. Uh, you'll love them as much as uh, Saul and Shane hate me saying butter. Uh, I Saul, there is some interesting statistics when it comes to Kevin Durant through three games with the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if you saw this, but uh it was on Twitter by Shane Young and he dropped these stats and I found it incredibly interesting that at the rim and in floater range, Kevin Durant has not missed a shot as a Phoenix Sun. He is 10 for 10 uh and he's shooting 76% from 2 and 53.8% from deep uh in his first 3 games. I get it. Again, small sample size theater, but we've been watching these games and saying, wow, I don't know that I've ever seen a guy with these kind of moves that I've watched on my own team. Is, is Kevin Durant the most talented son ever? Yes.
1: Yeah, it's not even, it's not even a debate. I mean, Charles was close. Uh, Charles was able to dominate, and he did things that no other son has done in a game. Uh, you just go back to his uh, Game 7 Western Conference Finals performance alone. That was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Um, but with that being said, Kevin Durant is the most versatile and most elite player the Suns have ever had in franchise history. The the measurables, um, the effectiveness, the skill, like, Nobody's nobody comes close. He's a two-time champion. He's an MVP of this league. He's one finals MVP. He's done things at the highest of levels. He's done things when nobody's paying attention when he was an OKC. He's done it at every single level. And he does it at every single level on the court, whether it's taking it to the basket, getting dunks, mid-range shots, three-pointers. I mean, and he's and he's a good teammate. He's a good passer. He's a good facilitator. He doesn't he doesn't need to do everything, but he just loves to ball, and yeah, a million percent, not even close.
0: See, I I find it tough in this conversation because when you look at Barkley, his game was so different than KD's, and he did more with less, I think, than Kevin Durant. At, at what we've talked about, he, he was six four. What he was able to do on the boards, there's something impressive about that. And then when you look at in terms of on the court, and just wow. I can't believe I'm seeing this happen. I think Steve Nash is in that discussion. Some of those passes he was able to make, some of the shots and the floaters, things that he did. But when you look in totality, the package that that Katie brings to the court, what he's able to do at all levels, I think it's really tough to argue that he isn't the most talented son ever. Now, I'm not saying the best. Like you can't you can't say he's the best son ever because he's done it for three games, right? I need to see, you know, I need to see him do it throughout this the rest of the season into the playoffs and be able to prove it that way. Then I maybe can crown him the greatest son of all time. If he brings Larry O'Brien in the next two years, I may even just call him the great, the greatest son to wear the jersey because he helped deliver something. Obviously, you won't have the stats in totality, but the most talented son ever. I think in three games he's already there just by putting on the uniform and doing what he's done in those three games. It is otherworldly to watch this guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's he's w- the most talented for sure. Um, will he go down as the greatest son ever? Well, that's obviously way way too early to say that, just because of the fact that you know you still got things to prove. You got to get to the finals. I mean, that's number one. Um, you you got to win it. And and, and number two. You got to come up clutch and you got to do some big time things in, in the playoffs when your team needs you the most. And I mean, Kevin Durant is fully capable of doing that. Um, it, it is fun to watch him play ball. Um, I think there's a lot more appreciation from Suns fans that didn't, um, maybe didn't necessarily watch his every single move now that they're watching him. They're like, holy crap. Like, we knew he was great. It is surreal to have him on your team, but I don't think any of us expected him to be like this. Um, so I mean, it's it's like he didn't even miss any games this season. He just came in and started balling. Like
0: it's Tin, fantastic. Tinfoil hat. He wasn't really injured. He just wanted out of Brooklyn that bad that uh, no. that was a whole holdout. No, no, no. no. Uh, look, I uh, he it's just fluid. It's just so fun to watch. You know, I I, I want to walk it back a little bit saying he'd be the greatest son. I think Devin Booker and him would go down as the greatest sons in terms of a duo. Devin probably will get the nod just because he'll be here for a longer time, have all all the stats plus he'd have whatever championships KD had. He'd probably go down as the greatest son of all time, but the the most talented son of all time, I think, already is in KD's corner. And he's a guy that doesn't back down. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter if you know Luca's going to get in his face, LeBron or a fan on the sidelines in Dallas uh, would get in his face. Uh, This great video was caught by somebody in the stands in Dallas on Sunday, and uh, Kevin Durant had a little fun with with a fan.
1: What I love about that is it's like – one thing you should never, ever, 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 ever do to an NBA player that is as great as Kevin Durant is talk to him. Period. <laughs> like, yes, don't talk to LeBron. Don't talk to Kobe. Don't talk to MJ. Don't talk to KD. Because you don't need them to be angry and play ball <laughs> like that. No. Because it's over for you. Yeah. Like it's over. Like who knows. Right after that, maybe the Suns went on a run because Kevin Durant was like, "All right, I'm gonna shut this dude up right now." Like,
0: "Shut up." Why why is the 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 guy that looks like you and I, actually, he older than us wearing the the dad khaki sitting on uh, on the sideline thinking that he should talk about starting beef with Kevin Durant. Like, I get fun banter and whatever, but Even the idea of let's go fight with Kevin Durant, like, are you nuts, man? Do you—is that really where the trash talk you thought should go is? Like, just because you bought that seat on the court does not mean you have any talent to start talking at the guy like that. I'm all for— Good, good banter, right? Reggie uh, and uh, and Spike was some of the best theater in NBA history, right? Sometimes fans and players can go back and forth, and it gets really entertaining. This just seems stupid. I don't. Uh, this just seemed ridiculous. What are you trying to accomplish here? You're 100 right. Like that could have been. I don't know what point in the game this was, but could you imagine if that was right before KD went down to hit that game winner? Like you don't need to give Kevin Durant any more motivation than he already has to beat your team. Devin Booker's in the same boat. Shut up is probably the best course of action there.
1: The only reason you would talk to anybody in the NBA from the from from the sidelines is if you really did feel like they were getting rattled and they were they were listening to they got rabbit ears basically, yeah. you know what I mean? But Kevin Durant's not built like that. He's, I mean, everywhere he's gone, people have come at him and and he still plays at a high level. So uh, you got to pick and choose your spots and some of these guys that are on the sidelines they think they have such an inflated thought of themselves. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You ain't you haven't done anything in this league. Cool, you done it in business, but guess what? You're not talking shit to the CEO of your whatever your rival counterpart is. I'm sorry, they don't sell mattresses as good
0: as you. Shut up, dude. I I would love that <laughs> if you actually had that kind of trash talk in the boardroom like <laughs> this I'm the, I'm the best real like that guy probably sold real estate or was an investment bank you know? or whatever to afford those and, and he's like oh, I'm gonna talk shit to Kevin Durant you know? but would he ever do that in the boardroom like would
1: the he? CEO of Mattress firms talking like <laughs> oh yeah you know like sleep numbers the, the Walmart version of uh, Mattress Firm yeah. like bro what are you talking you about know, stop
0: walking, walking into a negotiation on a property with another real estate agent go my company kicked your company's ass this quarter in numbers I didn't see you selling that many houses what do you want chump now you gotta give me a break on this home for this dude here. Like, I wish guys like would would talk like this That's in real life. Your stuff. trash
1: talk is funny. <laughs> That's how
0: I imagine that dude trash
1: talk. I want to go to the basketball
0: court and play <laughs> and see what kind of shit talk he would have. You, you see that angle I just took on that three pointer? Nobody else takes that angle, huh? Yeah, I used my protractor. I figured that shit out. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I look at it and I feel like, can we scroll up? Jay had a great comment almost- where he. <laughs> where he understands exactly this he says when i played middle school ball and the parents would call me call me names which is pretty screwed up yeah, that's fucked up. Me. where did you go to middle school at man <laughs> damn i'd lock in don't talk trash to me drop 10 points on 4 30 shooting <laughs> that case i feel you jay that's the way i go about it oh my I, goodness you know, I, I i would uh i just Really, what is this guy doing in his life know. that he went? You know, it's a great Sunday afternoon. I want to go out to uh, to the arena and tell Kevin Durant my uh, two hundred and eighty pound, uh, six foot one frame can kick his ass. What? Where, where is that? A, where is that anywhere? A good well, idea. To
1: be fair to that guy, no, about I Kevin don't Durant. think we should be fair but to that I mean, guy. Kevin Durant doesn't really look like he would throw hands very well, just because he's got such a long reach. I mean, he could keep you at a distance, but once you got inside, I mean, you could probably break a rib or two because he looks like he's pretty skinny.
0: You, have you seen those elbows? He throws one of those, he's cutting you. Like, yeah, those but, things it, are but sharp. it takes such
1: a long time to get there, you can <laughs> knock it out of the way. <laughs> he,
0: he just literally, he'd stick the arm out, <laughs> hold the guy by the head, and he'd be like four feet away from him the entire time with that seven foot plus wingspan. I just, again, I just, I don't get why in the world you would talk crap, but you know who could talk crap? Our friends at OGs, oh, because there ain't an edible better in this state or in this country than what OGs brings to the table. Their scratch-made THC gummies are some of the best on the market. Their flavors are to die for. Me? Next level uh, strawberry and cream, the new one, mm-hmm. the happy balance. I've heard is spectacular. They, I had a they're to try they're it.
1: fantastic. I haven't had them yet, but I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, me and the misses spent yesterday. Uh, going to Costco and then we came home and we had all the snacks and we just took a couple RSOs and called it a day and it was beautiful it was gorgeous it was Wait, such a
0: That's why you called it. It
1: was such a perfect day. <laughs> it was such a perfect day like why not. You should go get yourself some OGs at any of the dispensaries around the city because it is the most elite edible in the game and as a reminder if you're going to enjoy you must enjoy responsibly you must be 21 and over to enjoy but make sure you take advantage of those new happy gum happy yeah. balance gummies because the THC to CBD ratio aches your pains and also mellows you out oh. it's a perfect perfect blend.
0: I, I would like to imagine you guys at uh, Costco high. That trip would be uh you you come out with like $3,000 worth let's of Let's not uh, let's not imagine it. it. Let's do Uh, it. Let's just do it. it. Shit show. We'll do that on the next show. A shit show at Costco? That
1: would be awesome.
0: (laughs) That would be awesome. Oh,
1: Jesus. Dude, those those fucking uh, samples would go so hard. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were talking about the shit show. I'm like, that wouldn't be awesome.
0: (laughs) It'd oh, be, yeah, it would be kind of doing a shit show with I feel like Yes. With I feel kids. like yeah. Saul and I need to need to do the shit show at, at a Costco. Oh, that's like yeah. our speed now. Why, why not? We don't go out to we don't oh go out to in Vegas to do it. You and I go to Costco high on like, an I would love
1: to be in the cold <laughs> section, and be like, Becky, you don't need all those damn cucumbers. You know you ain't gonna eat them all. Let's go.
0: <laughs> go over here and get the
1: single, the single, <laughs> the not single a shit one show,
0: he, That's just bullying. <laughs> <laughs> you think I got lost in the loop on the concourse in summer league? Imagine being Costco. Oh my god. You'd have to send the search. I'm like, where's the exit to this Costco? Jesus. Uh you know, you've you've been uh with bad birdie for yes. this year yeah. so far. And uh I'm jealous, right? You've got these amazing shirts, the, the great hats. I only have from two shirts. It's just it's two. two.
1: That's two one's like, a quarter zip.
0: Look, I got I gotta, I gotta lose the weight so I so I can <laughs> f- get, fit into bad birdie, look good out there on the course. You get yourself a bad spectac- birdie hat. Is what you I need, need to, to do. They, but they look spectacular. They look comfortable. They're awesome. True?
1: They're amazing. They breathe well when you're out there on the golf course. You you look good. You feel good. You play good. That's just how I believe it. That's how. Uh, that's how Dion. That's the Dion Sanders mantra: is <laughs> if you look good, you play good. Uh, I believe in that, especially on the golf course. And you can go get your own merch. They dropped six new polos. They have three different. Um, uh, uh, what. I think uh, shirts. I'm sorry, six polos, three quarter zips that they just unveiled. Sorry. Uh, And you can go get yours for 15% off if you use promo code PHNXBB15 and save yourself 15% at badbirdygolf.com. It's so easy. It's so simple. Also, the lids, you got to get a lid. Uh, I don't know if Shane has one, but I know Sean has one and they are elite. Shane, do you have? what, What do you have?
0: Dude, well, I have four shirts and they're all awesome, but I also have had. I Had a black bad birdie hat, mm. and? and and I left it on an airplane. On the, what on my way to Mobile? Like oh. the second I got off of it, I was like, left my hat on there. They're like, all right, file a report. I was like, brother, I want that hat. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about the yeah, report. So let so me I'm, back on the plane, still, damn it. I'm still waiting on that, but if not, I'll just go get a new one. And, can you can you throw the ad back up as well absolutely. as a picture here? Uh, apparently, you, you can also go on Safari or this dude. <laughs> this dude plays (laughs) golf the way i play golf that's far in the rough that is that is the one thing about
1: this little graphic that i don't quite understand and i'm not trying to shit on the brand because we love the brand but like yes what is homie doing right now why is he ducking in the woods
0: this is not duck hunt this This is is, the way i play golf though this is me this is me way off the course this looks like looks like looks like there's a cliff behind him maybe he's at pebble beach or something he's in the he's in the rough stuff and he's trying to find his ball. And then he sees a picture. He's like, oh, shit, let me just.
1: This play. is. this I mean, is, still looks cool, this even though he sucks. Is, this is yeah. definitely a live shot of Sean or Toe Tree on the golf course. Because <laughs> the last time we played, they were nowhere near the fairway <laughs> at, at all. All day.
0: Well, if you want to be near the fairway, try out Bad Birdie. But if you want to be in the best seats in the house for a concert, game, play, whatever. I mean, anything you buy a ticket for. Game time co is where you're going to go. Click the link in our show notes below, and you're going to be able to save up to 60% on last-minute tickets. Procrastination is the name of the game when we put together the show, but it's usually not what you put when you go to buy tickets. Usually you try to do it early, but with game time, you're going to save money by waiting to see and find the best tickets. So click that link in our show notes below and uh, get your tickets to something. Kevin to
1: Durant's debut at home tomorrow. You can get tickets in the upper level for as low as $105.
0: I would do that because I was looking at the other uh, ticket sites and you ain't getting them for that
1: Lower cheap. level, uh, the cheapest you're going to find is 300 Yeah. So,
0: so it, it, it's going to be. But you can wait. Maybe it'll get but cheaper. But you can wait until the yeah. last minute and see if it goes in your favor. You can. Luca versus Book. Book versus Luca. We, we saw what happened at the end of the game mm-hmm. there. We saw the meme that has haunted Suns fans since May. Yes. Did you hear what Booker uh, actually said? There is a report uh, 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 from that, that that led to that confrontation. Uh, and according to this report, Book was talking to the ref, which we saw mm-hmm. about the missed offensive foul. Luca reportedly said to Book, shut the fuck up. And then Book said, how about you don't miss a layup? And then Luca got straight in his face. And I love the fact that Devin didn't have to turn to any insult other than you missed the game winner. I, and that's what got him all mad.
1: You know, I, I don't I don't understand why Booker gets so much hate. I, I just don't. I really don't. You know, and 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 listen. Luca is a Phenomenal basketball player. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. With no, that. he's a phenomenal <laughs> basketball player. You can't take that away from him. No, you can't. Does he do a little too much extra a million percent? And 100%. I don't like. I listen. If Luca was on our team, we'd we'd all love him. Mm. We'd all love him. Mm. We would. We would. But oh, he's if, not.
0: If he if he had originally been drafted yeah. here, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he came here now. I'd
1: yeah. still hate him. But but he's not on our team. And when you watch somebody uh, like that for a full 48 minutes, it is a hard player to watch because mm. of the constant whining, crying, and bitching. And to be fair, we have been on Booker about that same thing. 100%. Like, stop. Just play the game sometimes because sometimes it felt like he was taking himself out of the games because he was so angry about the non foul calls. But he's he seemingly has improved a little bit um, in that regard. He still complains, but not as much as he used to. And Luca. It's just nonstop about it. And then Luca's got this fake tough guy thing about him. And all it's gonna <laughs> take is one dude on a bad night to knock his ass straight out. And guess what? He won't be doing that shit anymore. But Luca is pretty thick. He's a pretty thick guy. He's a big boy. I kind of wonder how he would handle himself in a fight. He might be better than you think. I don't think he'd
0: be that that bad, right? I, I don't but think damn, he'd I be bad punch in a him. fight. But oh, I think that's Something that a lot of people feel, but I heard an interesting take on it. I hadn't heard this. They it, some people claim it's because he came up in in Eurobasket and and European leagues where they call the game much tighter. There are fouls on a lot of things, so he started his professional career super young that and got used to those kind of calls, and maybe that's leading to it. I don't know. It was an interesting theory, but what I what I do think is that this rivalry being perpetuated, Luca and Booker going at it constantly when they when they match up, this is good for the game. The game has missed a lot of this good back and forth rivalry. Everybody and look, I'm all for the player empowerment era super teams, but it has taken some of the edge out of it because a lot of guys are friends that are that are the stars in this league. But Booker and Luca don't like each other. It's pretty obvious out there on the court, and I think this is really good for the game because yeah. it brings intrigue. As long as it doesn't get into extracurriculars and you know and any of that, I think it's good for the game. Just like if Luca or excuse me, if Booker and Jokic develop that, and if they face again in this playoffs like they did two years ago when they developed that, I think it's good for the game. You need even if the Suns wind up on the side where people look at them as the villain, right? even if they're looked at as the sons of anarchy, guys that just want to start crap, right? I'm okay with that because I think that intrigue is very good for the game. And when you win, even if you're hated, there's nothing wrong with that. Your fan base loves you, everybody else hates you. That's not a bad place to be sometimes.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate the rivalry. I like I love the rivalry. Um I, I like the fact that they'll, they'll shit talk each other. And I, I will also say this. I've seen Devin Booker in practice. And this was, what, three, four years ago. I, I, I got to w- watch him every single day in practice. Um, Booker is a very strong individual. And I don't think he gets enough credit for kind of maintaining his composure in those kind of situations Mm -hmm. because he doesn't really go off. Like, he could have easily pushed Luca away from him the other day, but he didn't. He just kind of was just like, whatever. He laughed it off. He kind of laughed it off. You know, Booker's got some reservation about him, which I appreciate. But, man, uh, Devin's not somebody that I I would want to fight because he's got got a streak in him uh, that can get ugly. And I've seen it in practice. I've seen him go at... Uh, players before, and that's what Kobe used to do. And that's exactly how he's built. And
0: I fucking love it. Well, I mean, I want a guy that's not going to back down from anything. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't want a guy that's going to, you know, necessarily dream on green sucker punch his teammate. I don't think that's worked out real well. But a guy that won't back down, a guy when you know, one of the stars in the league that everyone wants to push down your throat for MVP gets up in your face and he does not back down. Like a lot of guys would have turned their back, would have kind of walked off and like face to face, like not afraid of it. I love that about Devin Booker. And you know what? Luca can whine. Luca can cry in a lot of ways. But I don't mind that he's not afraid to have a rivalry, too. I hope this continues. Like I said, though, after post game, I don't want to see
1: it for seven games. <laughs> I, do, I do love the fact that Booker said, well, don't miss a layup after he missed a layup, and that's what triggered Luka. I'm like, bro, you did miss a layup. Maybe you shouldn't have missed a bunny because it would have been overtime and said, now you're going to lose the game.
0: I also hate the, oh, well, don't talk. Uh, Luka had the quote, uh, and I'm paraphrasing. Don't but, talk in, uh, uh, d- when
1: you're up by three.
0: Yeah, like ba- basically – uh, you know, talk before the the final three seconds. I don't have a problem with you talking, but do it all game. And it's like, I'm pretty sure Katie having 37, Book having 36, they did their talking on the court. And then at the end, you're the one that didn't take kindly to him talking to the ref. You're the one that said something initially and Book fired back with the truth. Yeah. So A million percent. Ah, uh, I... If we get them in the playoffs, this is going to be very difficult. Laking Ball uh, with the 499 super chat here says, what up with this D-book hate and that he's a wannabe tough guy and that it's easy to trash talk now because he's not missing the playoffs anymore. Again, I think it's just people I stand by and will always stand by. People did not like the way he got seventy. That started a narrative in their head, and, know, and it was easy to continue to pile I, on him from there. Actually, you know, I think
1: also part of it is, um, and you know, I, there's a there's a certain Nuggets podcast out there that had <laughs> uh, kind of uh, alluded to this about how the Suns skipped steps to get to the NBA Finals, and that has just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But again. That wasn't Devin Booker's doing. He took advantage of a situation, and they found themselves in the finals. Guess what? Other teams had the same advantage, and they couldn't get it done. Like, I don't understand that narrative. And Devin Booker is a tremendous scorer, doesn't get nearly the love that he deserves, and people still try to hold him down. I'm telling you, there's something to this. They did the same shit with Steph Curry back in the day. They did the same shit with Klay Thompson. I'm just saying, hashtag team light-skinned. This is bullshit. And get off my brothers because uh that's not how they roll. They're some of the best players in the game and they deserve the respect that they get. They ain't soft because you don't like them.
0: I just I I don't I, I do not understand the mentality that, oh, they skipped steps. There's no steps. The step is to get to the finals. Like you don't have to go a certain path. And you know what? Last year. That step back down was a beat down, which prepares them better to take that step to get the trophy this year. Like, there's a million paths to get there. But you know what matters? That the Suns got there. Other teams haven't. And your process is wearing thin. The Suns have an opportunity to do it again. And I don't care how you get there. How many it's, steps you jump over to get there. You know what kind
1: there. of energy the cut lines thing is? It's like going to Disneyland and getting the genie pass. And you get to go all the way to the front of the line because these assholes couldn't spend $10 extra to get the genie pass. Sorry. This is how it goes. I I don't make the rules. I just take advantage of them. And that's what the Suns did. They took advantage of those lines.
0: I I hope if we go to Disney, you buy me a pass, uh, a genie pass, and I say you ain't never had a friend like me. I appreciate you. (laughs) Anyways, that's a terrible dad joke to wrap this one up uh, for Lindsey and Gerald, who are not here, obviously. And for Saul, you can follow him at Saul underscore Bookman on Twitter. You can follow me at Espo. You can follow the show at PHNX. Hit that thumbs up, son. Hit it a bunch right now. Oh, hold on, Laking Ball. He like Laking Ball likes to sneak in these super chats at the very end. I'll I'll stop the end of Rita here though. Saul, that's facts. Uh, that's facts. The Suns were the most laughable team in the NBA, and then out of nowhere, they in the finals. well, the other team still can't get there? That is true. Hey. And then uh, Hans Sagan says, "Buy the ticket, take the ride. The Suns are buying the ticket, there and you, you take go. the ride with us all the way to the playoffs and beyond." So he saw Bookman. I'm Ashpo. and remember. Just because you don't like Devin Booker, doesn't mean he's skipping steps. he's just kicking your ass. Oh hoy magazine
1: Mega's in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BH and X though Lindsay Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball, we hit her, turn up the tempo. Gotta understand me, y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My
0: team move like the mob. Turn the beat on, I throw it down like DA on the lot Best com.